Over the past few weeks, there have been a number of changes that will have a big effect on life in the Emirates. Among them is a very significant update to the UAE's Golden Visa Scheme, which offers a 10-year residency to expatriate workers in certain professions. First introduced in May last year to give exceptional workers and foreign investors the chance to establish deeper roots in the UAE, the scheme also allows the country to benefit from their expertise. Now, the programme has been expanded, with all medical doctors qualifying for the long-term residency visa, as well as more scientists, data experts and high-scoring school and university students. So how does this visa work? How do you find out if you are eligible to apply? And why is this important for the country? Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Alice Hain from The National and joining me today is Haider Hussein, partner in the UAE Office of Immigration Specialist, Fragment. Welcome to the show, Haida. Thank you very much for having me on, Alice, and happy to be here. Now, this is among a number of changes that we've seen in recent weeks, but offering a 10-year residency visa to more people is certainly a big step forward, isn't it? Why is this really significant? It is quite a big step in terms of, it's always been, in, in, if you've noticed in the past uh, couple of years, since the actual you know, amendment happened to, to the residency laws where this long-term residence permits programs were, were being introduced from 2019 onwards, uh, there's always been this uh, uh, objective of the UAE leadership to try and get people to think of UAE as, as a place where you're not seen as um, as a short-term destination. They, they want individuals to consider it their long-term home in a way. And this is what these 10-year golden visas are, in, in essence, are doing. So what do they actually offer the holders? What do they kind of get, so to speak, from having this visa? It's a long-term residence permit. So uh, in a way, if you're familiar with the UAE, uh, the UAE, you can get a residence permit, but it's usually for for a period of three years if you're sponsored in a free zone and two years if you're in the mainland. And then you've got uh, company-sponsored visas if you incorporate a company on the back, which you can get a visa. But they're always after two, three years, you've got to renew it. So what this does is, this is a, a based on your capabilities, your talent. You get the UAE gives you a long-term visa where you don't have to worry about getting it renewed. You get a sense of security from an immigration status perspective, and and ensure that you're you're focusing on what's important, which is which is uh, carrying on living in the UAE and as a normal resident, and and ensure uh, you you look at business opportunities and and enjoy the life in the UAE. So when the scheme was first made available, uh, when it launched in May last year, who who was actually able to get access to it then? So this new latest change that you mentioned, it's in essence, it's not a change. It's more of an expansion of the original regulation that was, which was the cabinet resolution number 56, uh, which was actually announced in 2018 and then eventually implemented in February 2019. So in essence, this new uh, announcements, which was uh, which was tweeted by His Highness Sheikh Mohammed, was what they've introduced is uh, they've, they've added two new categories, uh, which is electrical engineers. So engineers are now eligible for it. Um, computer science engineer, electronics engineer, programming engineers, and biotechnology engineers. Now, you know, this this is sort of opened up for exceptional talent. Uh, and then specialists in artificial intelligence uh, and big data fields. Uh, the others uh, which were which 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 has been announced, such as PhD holders or exceptional specialized talent uh, in high schools, that's been there. 
but what what I've noticed is in the announcement and the subsequent um, further details is a lot of focus is being put on this was not as as targeted but now this new announcement note uh, you know targets the fact that uh, it mentions or defines what is the criteria for UAE based uh, exceptional talent so you know you currently people who are in the UAE should in a way think about this 10 year visa and how can they be eligible uh, and what is the criteria so it's you can get a UAE univer- from a UAE university which is accredited by the ministry of education can apply for it you need to just meet up with certain criteria for it so so that's what the the recent uh, changes and what previously was there uh, you know investors entrepreneurs um, you know and and the same uh, categories of like specialized talent or outstanding students uh, would be applicable so do you know how many people actually hold a golden visa now there's no statistics or tracker that's available on the government website but uh, as per um my my last um, unofficial i would say discussions around uh, nearly 7000 uh, golden visas have been issued in different categories uh, such as in, you know for investors or uh, sports person um, exceptional talent businessmen business leaders as well so if you think you are eligible let's say you you're an investor an entrepreneur a, a talented student whatever i mean how do you work out whether you will actually be able to secure this visa what what do you need to do all right, that's where it gets a bit complicated, right? So, um, you know, it's good, important to understand that at high level, and, and as you read in the news headlines, you know, it looks pretty straightforward, but, you know, you have to go into the details of it to understand uh, how much, whether you're actually eligible and, and who is eligible as well. So um, ultimately, there's a cabinet resolution, which clearly defines uh, what, what are the requirements and what are the eligibility criteria that an individual needs to fulfill to be able to apply for it. And there's also uh, a UAE government website, uh, u.ae, where where they've clearly defined and have a section on golden visas where you get uh, very clearly defined information there. So I'll I'll urge your listeners to have a look at that. And it's clearly set out uh, whether, and you can go in and, and you can check whether you're eligible. So for example, if, you, if you're looking to apply and you're an investor and, and you've got extra funds sitting, you, what as an investor, if you would like to uh, apply for or uh, for a ten-year golden visa, there the criteria for an investor is that you need evidence that for a, over at least a period of three years you've invested somewhere around public investment. You've invested close to ten million dirhams, uh, which should not be a loan, and that could be an investment by way of cash deposits. But that could be an investment in a company as a capital. Or, or in a property per se. So, so that would get you an eligibility following which you'll have to uh, submit more application. For example, on the other hand, if you're trying to file it under a specialized talent and say you're a PhD holder, uh, you know, there are specific criteria for that, such as, you know, you need to be, uh, if you're international uh, applying from, uh, from an international university, you'll have to be have hold a PhD from a top 500 university, which is recognized and accredited by the Ministry of Education in the UAE. You need to be ensuring that your grade point average uh, for your degree is 3.8 or above. Um, and then, you know, you need to build a case at, at your application to show you that you're an exceptional talent. So the research papers, the uh, any any articles you've written or have been part of some, uh, you know, exceptional work 
that all needs to go into as part of the application. So we assist with a lot of our clients in terms of assessments and all this thing, which really needs to happen before you actually proceed with it. I mean, yeah, that all sounds pretty complicated. So somebody could actually use a company like yours to kind of make sure that they are eligible. And then do you help with the actual application process as well and the kind of documents that they might need to supply? Absolutely. And it's important that an assessment is is undertaken. That's what, what we were seeing post any any announcements that happen, suddenly there's a surge of inquiries that we receive and a large part of them go into the assessment fair and some of them trickle to down to an application. What generally we see is individuals thinking that they qualify for the high level points and, and do a tick mark of it, but it's it's this is a very discretionary approval that's going through at the moment. And the process involves the authorities to back or recommend an application. So so it requires a bit more work uh, in terms of putting together a really strong application so that when it goes to the authorities, it sort of gets to the high up the uh, application review pack. Okay, so I don't think I'm actually going to be applying anytime soon. But if I did, who am I actually applying to? Is it is it to the federal government? Is it to my local immigration department? Large part of these um, seven thousand, uh, around seven thousand um, golden visas that have been issued so far, what we've seen is it requires a backing of a particular government authority. So it's not that you'll just go to an immigration. Uh, filing center or main immigration authorities and just file your application. It doesn't work like that. So if you're in a specific category, such as if you're an investor or say, for example, you're, you're, you're a high executive, right? You uh, offer multinational company, very well known. If you're in free zone and you're sponsored under there, you would actually need to, you can go to them and they have and justify and make an application there. And the free zone would back your application with the committee and you can eventually get the, the 10, 10 year visa. Similarly, uh, if, if you're doing it under exceptional talent, uh, or specialized talent, then you need Ministry of Education's backing uh, recommendation to the committee uh, for it to. So each of these ministries have their own separate departments where you'll have to sort of submit these applications. More recently, what we've seen is they've also launched an online portal and they're trying to streamline it where people can now file online their, their application and eventually they'll be picked up by a business hub or, or the particular sector and be put forward to the committee. But it's, I have to say, it's not a very straightforward in terms of, you know, you've, if you've satisfied it, you immediately get it. Uh, there's a lot of discretion that would be there. And there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, back and forth with the authorities that that is involved in it. So if you actually secure a visa, does it also extend to your family members or is it just for you? Once you get the visa for yourself uh, and now you're a regular resident of, of the UAE, you have all your obligations in terms of as a resident and also get the benefit of sponsoring your immediate family under your sponsorship, which is generally the current process. Now, the other thing I'm always interested in, if it's a 10-year visa and let's say you switch, I don't know, employer or job in that time, does your visa just go with you? It's not tied to your employer? That's correct. It's not. It is not tied to the employer, and that's another benefit of it. Uh, and that's the security element of it, uh, where where individuals are are, are no longer 
at say at the mercy of the employer and generally will be able to continue to work um, for or take on employment on this particular year, which is which is on the back of their sponsors. They don't need to change any visas. The most that would happen is uh, each of the free zones or in the mainland outside, if you take an employment, there's a separate labor card that gets issued. So you may have to get that. But other than that, you don't need to change your residence permit or your family's residence permit. And what happens after 10 years? Does it automatically get renewed or do you have to apply again? That's what we're hearing. Uh, that's, that's what's in the in the resolutions as well, that we're, that um, that after 10 years, it's a renewable visa and you can renew it. Uh, you know, there's no limitations on its renewal. But since it's recently been been introduced, it'll be important to see what, what would be the renewal requirements. Uh, it's safe to say that, you know, the eligibility criteria will still need to be met uh, at the time of renewal for an individual to get another 10-year extension on it. What other visa options do residents have? You know, we've also heard about the retirement visa, which is a five-year option. There's also the remote working visa in Dubai for people employed in overseas companies that can actually live in Dubai. I mean, what's significant about these types of visas? If you look at the retirement visa, it, it's in a way, it's the, it's going on the same principle as the long-term objective, right? So the UAE government um, uh, or the leadership here wants people to consider UAE as their as their home uh, and, and not consider and what, what's usually been the case previously is uh, in individuals following their employment have to leave at, at a retirement age. Now individuals have an option uh, to continue to remain here, and and you know, uh, consider myself. I'm I've been here a uh, good ten years. Uh, now, given the situation that I'm in, and knowing the fact that if I'm interested in a, you know continuing to stay here, and I've got all my, um, I can make plans for retirement here. I'll be focusing on investments into the country of the UAE so that I don't need to uh, go back uh, at all and, and continue to remain in the UAE. And that's ultimately the objective here that, you know, significance is how do the Emirates retains their top talent and key investors, which help the economy and, and building the nation and taking the nation forward uh, for decades. Um, the remote re- working visa, on the other hand, uh, that's off the back of COVID. So that's more of a reaction uh, to the current pandemic that we're going through where it just completely changed the dynamics of, of you know, uh, working from office uh, and, and location is no longer important. So it's more about attracting individuals and, and trying to see if there could be more inflow coming into the UAE during this period where, you know, you have you can enjoy the UAE, the Dubai lifestyle, and and also continue to work, uh, and that's what what you know a lot of people are globally foreign expats are uh, interested in and and you know staying in the UAE and like to spend more time. So that's an option for them to do legally. Again, that doesn't require a sponsor. That's going to be sponsored on more from Ministry of Tourism side. So again, that one's a little bit short term and immediate reaction to what we're going through, which is again, a very dynamic decision to take. And on the other hand, the the retirement visa is is looking at the long term and getting the current residents to continue to think the fact that they can continue to remain here, even if they retire. And there's also some big names involved in this story as well, because some there's the 10-year visa, I believe, has also been handed out to people like football star Cristiano Ronaldo, tennis champion Novak Djokovic. Are there any other big names that we need to look out for here? 
Uh, you miss Paul Pogba. He's been the oh. recent one that's been added. Um, who's the Manchester United? Uh, I'm a fan of them, so so I know that <laughs> um, there. He usually trains here, etc. So he he was recently given it, uh, given given this visa. Luis Figo, another footballer, and Roberto Carlos, again the Brazilian Real Madrid uh, football star. I think more interest was was on the fact of uh, some high net worth uh, business owners here, uh, very well known, uh, who've been uh, given golden visas. Um, you know, there's a very popular brand, Danube. Uh, the the chairman, uh, Rizwan Sajan, Mr. Rizwan Sajan, he was given a, a 10-year visa. Then the owner of the Lulu Group, Lulu Hypermarkets, which is a massive supermarket chain here in the in the UAE, um, he was also given a, a 10-year visa. So, and more will follow. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. So what's next? What are we going to see going forward? There's a lot of flexibility that we'll continue to see. Uh, ultimately, um, uh, we've already seen quite a lot. Um, where can they take it forward? Again, you know, uh, the duration of, of these residencies could be further extended, whether they could introduce 15 years or 20 years. Again, uh, the objective is to try and uh, get as many people to think of UAE as their long-term home and how can uh, they attract the most talent to come in and bring their innovation, creativity and, and help build the nation forward and take the nation forward. Eventually, I would think that um, when there comes a need, their leadership would be dynamic in terms of even thinking about naturalization. And this, I feel, is a first step towards that. People who are getting 10-year visas, exceptional talent, etc. cetera, uh, as the success of this program, then the next step would be possibly looking at how the same individuals could possibly eventually be be looking at naturalization aspects as well so so yeah yeah there, there's more to come on that and i'm sure the ue will be introducing a lot more flexible options for people to visit and, and enjoy the life here so there's a lot to look forward to well thank you very much for joining us today Haida. thank you very much for having me it was a pleasure Thank you this week to Haida Hussein. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me on pf at thenational.ae. And remember, that's pf for personal finance. Please do subscribe to the podcast in your podcasting app to receive weekly updates. And also, please leave a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison. I've been your host, Alice Hayne. <laughs>